I'm Chelsea Sodaro, and you know, I still see myself as pretty new to the sport. I'm super curious and I want to learn from the best. And I am Eric Gilsonen. You know, everyone is a triathlete, they just don't know it yet. Who is your hero in the sport of triathlon? Finish line, whether you're the first finisher or the final finisher, is where all people come together. We're all out there together. That's what I live for. This, this is the Chelsea is and the Eric Chelsea Show. And Eric show. Welcome to the Chelsea and Eric show. Chelsea here with an exciting update. It seems that COVID has become a very active time for people having babies and pro athletes are no exception. As you may know, I am very pregnant. In fact, by the time you hear this, I may have already had my baby daughter. So I wanted to talk to some of my fellow triathlete parents and get as much advice as possible before my due date, which is actually today. As a result, we put together a series of podcasts with me speaking to new moms and dads. Selfishly, though, we've mainly hit up the moms. With numerous full Ironman and 70.3 wins and podiums under her belt, Daniela Blymel is a well-regarded professional triathlete. She most recently finished ninth at the Ironman World Championships in Kona in 2019 and is about to welcome her second child. She also has a 10-year-old son, Marlon. I spoke with her about growing up with a triathlete dad, being a mother while having a pro triathlon career, and I even answered a few of her questions about how I'm dealing with my pregnancy and training. Here's my interview with Daniela. Danny, welcome to the show. I am so, so excited to have you on today for a variety of reasons. But first of all, how are you doing during these crazy times that we're living in? Hi, Chelsea. First of all, thank you very much for having me today. Um, Yeah, actually, I'm I'm doing pretty well as long as I'm staying in my own little world. Um, Yeah, not looking at the the news. which, of course, the last year has been really tough for all of us. But um, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing very well. Thank you. But how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing quite well. Just about ten days out from my due date to welcome uh, my daughter. So excited about that. Um, but also excited to chat with you today about. Um, about being a mom because you have a 10-year-old son, Marlon, I believe, and you just announced that you are welcoming your second child here in a few months as well. Yes, that's, that's right. Um, I'm in week uh, 22 now and um, have just had a um, gynecologist uh, appointment today. <laughs> so I also know, yeah, pretty much <laughs> it's uh, 25 centimeters <laughs> by now and about four chocolate bars so getting getting bigger (laughs) we are getting there yeah yeah you're definitely in this in the sweet spot of that second trimester how are you feeling oh much much better now finally (laughs) I've I've had um 
yeah, I really had bad problems with nausea in the in the first trimester and have been much better since since the, since the second trimester started. So my energy is is coming back and I can I can still train all three disciplines, which is really nice. Uh, in my first pregnancy, I had to stop running already at about week 18. So um, I'm pretty much thankful for every week that I can still, yeah, still train. And I mean, of course, it's um, not about making the best out of every training day right now, but um, yeah, it's, it has changed a little bit more about staying fit and healthy. And um, of course, bringing myself in, in a position which will help me to become fit afterwards as soon as possible. But I guess, uh, yeah, it's the same for, for you, I guess. Um, it's, I don't want to force anything. And, um, yeah, I think pregnancy is the biggest change your body can make at all. And, um, yeah, also you're not responsible for yourself only, but for another human being. So pretty exciting times. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love talking to, my fellow pregnant female athletes and new moms because everyone's experience seems to be so different. And I think it's such a test of, you know, resilience, which we are already like fairly adept at, but also really a challenge in letting go of expectations Yeah, because from what I've heard, things can be very different from, you know, woman to woman, of course, and then from pregnancy to pregnancy. So I'd love to hear about your pregnancy with Marlon actually and your return to sport after having him because he's he's 10, right? Yes, yes, he's 10. So it was a completely different situation <laughs> 10 years ago. Right. And and I believe that you had him kind of right before you really launched your professional career. So tell me a little bit about your pregnancy with him and your your return to racing after you gave birth? Um, yeah, I was just at the beginning of my professional career when, when I was pregnant. So didn't really know um, which way <laughs> I would go after, after giving birth. I had just started um, education to become a physiotherapist <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, wow. Doing triathlon as long as possible on a, on a high level, but didn't really plan to to become a professional athlete or earning my my living um, with triathlon. So today, of course, I'm I'm really happy that it turned out <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah, actually, the first real professional year was um, 2012, 2013. So it was pretty much um, the start after after giving birth. It, it may not sound. Um, <laughs> Yeah, for, for everyone, it may not sound uh, normal, but um, it, it was easier to combine professional sports studies or education. So that's what also, um, yeah, makes me quite of calm today because I know it's, um, I mean, life with, with a little baby is not, is never planable. You will, you will notice that very quickly, but, um, I think it's much easier if you are flexible during the day and can make your plan your training around the baby <laughs> instead of bringing it away for going yeah, when you have to go to to your job or 
anything like that. Of course, traveling always will be a big challenge, <laughs> but um, sure, I guess that's what we all know. <laughs> so, how about you? How, how are you? Yeah, what are your expectations about um, coming back? Yeah, well, pregnancy has been really humbling for me, if I'm being totally honest. I had this vision that I would just kind of be able to plow through and do like a ton of zone two training throughout the entire thing. And I could still do like really long rides and even harder sessions and my paces wouldn't change that much. I don't know why I thought, I thought this, but that has not really been the case. I had actually a lot of nausea until about 31, 32 weeks of my pregnancy. Oh, that's, that's long. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had to kind of manage that. And then, and then you slow down, right? You just, your body changes. And I feel really lucky that I was still able to swim, bike and run throughout most of my pregnancy, but it's different. You slow down and that's okay. And you just have to learn to go with the flow. But I think that that flexibility, hopefully that I've had to adopt will prepare me for when this little lady gets here, because I know that I'm not going to be able to be as, you know, rigid as I have been in the past with my schedule and training plan and all of these things, at least for the first several months. Yeah, I'm sure it, it will. You will be totally fine and the energy will <laughs> will come back as soon. Yeah, as, as the little lady is, <laughs> is welcome. Yeah. yeah. Did you take Marlon to your training camps and races when he was... A little guy? Yes, in the beginning I did because it was really easy to, to take him and to travel. I mean, of course, you always need a third person to come, um, which can sure. be, yeah, can be a challenge. But I think that's even the, or actually the, the most important um, thing that you have the surrounding um, and the people who support you, especially in the first uh, years. And that you can train without thinking all the time if the baby is doing well. So yeah. if you know she's with some, somebody um, you can trust and um, can concentrate on your on your training, I think that's the key actually to come come back um, because um, then you come back and the training is out of your head because you have this little sunshine again. But um, this combination is is really. Great. So if you can organize good training surrounding for, for you, for yourself, then you will be, you will be fine. <laughs> so who is on your, who is on your team, so to speak, who supports you? And what do you think that's going to look like with, with your second one coming soon? <laughs> um, yeah, of course, my, my husband, who's actually got totally different lifestyles is he's he's just becoming uh, to becoming a, a surgeon so oh, wow. he will be he will be full-time uh yeah full-time working so i will ha have to find other people who come on the training camps um but i've got my sister who is also coming when marlon was was little and um well if if he doesn't have school of course he would also come <laughs> still come but that's yeah that that has changed and um he's not coming all the time uh, anymore um my physiotherapist she's my yeah one of my best friends she's coming whenever she she can <laughs> so um 
she came with me to, to Kona and to a lot of races and she would definitely be, be yeah, first <laughs> pick of choice also. And, um, yeah, pretty much my whole family comes to the races and, um, supporting. So yeah, my coach, of course, and, um, also my, my long, long time sponsors. There's, there's always someone <laughs> who will look after after the kids and of course it's not getting easier with uh, two now I guess but <laughs> Marlon is already um yeah a big a big boy so um <laughs> yeah maybe he can be a little mini helper as well yeah exactly he will be probably a pretty good babysitter <laughs> age yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> just that perfect age yeah. <laughs> are there any athlete moms obviously you are an incredible athlete mom that I know a lot of our peers really look up to as they're taking on this journey of motherhood and professional sport. But are there any athlete moms or mentors that you look up to for advice or that you've sought out to, um, you know, ask any questions about navigating this, this period of time? Um, yeah, well, to be honest, now there are, or these days, there are a lot of triathlete moms actually coming, <laughs> um, which is really interesting. I think it is maybe a little bit because of the pandemic situation also, and because you are at the same time at the high of your career, as well as in the best age to be, become a mom. When I was having Marlon, I think it was only uh, Nicole Leder who was in my yeah uh surrounding that I knew who who already had a child um of course uh, she was yeah she was always she's always been someone i i could 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 have asked about <laughs> child question or, or whatever um but i do have a lot of uh, friends who who are mom already and um yeah i think now as we are so many <laughs> <laughs> triathlete moms also um it would be interesting i mean anya anya Eper, for example she's uh i've been on a training camp with her in 2019 and um julia gaia i'm not sure if you know her she's not uh she's uh finished her, her career but um there are always moms <laughs> you can you can ask for for any advice it definitely feels like uh this really cool little club on some level and at least from my perspective, there are so many great examples now of women who have had kids during their career and come back stronger. And I feel like in the really fortunate position to follow that because, you know, sponsors have seen women like you do it. And so it makes it a lot easier for people like me when, you know, I say that I have this goal, right, of returning to sport better than I've ever been after starting my family and and there's examples like you that have already done it. Yeah, that, that's really nice to hear because when, when I, yeah, I was 10 years younger, I, in the, in the beginning, I really had the, the big, um, challenge to, I, I, at first I had to, um, yeah, take it as, uh, as it is like the, to, to be able to say, yes, I am a professional athlete and a mom. And people were always asking, and, and what's, what else are you doing? And today it is, um, I can 
yeah, I know that I, I know what I want. I know that I want to get uh, back to professional racing and I, and I don't know, it's, it's a different um, situation and it feels much better because I know that I can do it. Of course, you, you can't plan. You never, you never know. Um, and always, yeah, it's the most important thing that the children are healthy and happy and, um, especially that I still love what I'm doing. So I think if, if you feel it's not the right thing anymore to do, then I don't know. You, this, this is something that could happen as well that you feel you are, you only want to be 100% mom. You never know, but. Today, I can say that I definitely want to want to be back. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, that's really exciting to hear. You're so you're 32 years old, and in 2019, you finished ninth in Kona. You just started working with a new coach last year in 2020. And from what I understand, you were really gearing up for a big campaign towards Kona in 2020. So I'd love to hear about your decision to expand your family uh and what what went into that yeah well it it was actually um the plan to at least do three or four years only professional sports um but to be honest last year really uh cost a lot of strength i don't know if you say it like that but um it was yeah, it was very tough, especially mentally, because I felt like always being interrupted, having to motivate again, finding new goals. I really trained hard, tried to stay positive, but I think that's something every every athlete went through last year. And yeah, we were talking about it the first time. And yeah, to be honest, it, it was planned in the next couple of years, but not exactly 2021, actually, but I'm really happy that it uh, is the way it is now and um, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I really appreciate you are speaking to this because we were in a pretty sim similar position. I, I thought that I would take a couple of good cracks at the long distance and I, I wanted to like really give Kona a go at least two or three times before we started our family. And so I thought that I wouldn't really have the opportunity to have kids until I was 35 or 36. And, you know, this has just been this really interesting window of opportunity for us to take advantage of if we wanted a family or to expand our families in your case. And, you know, I think it's important for female athletes and for working women to, to hear that, you know, it's not it's not only this like romantic situation, right? It's when you care a lot about your job, you have to plan in this sort of way. Yeah. 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 I'm totally the same thinking, thinking the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And I think we are not the only, <laughs> the only two who thought that way. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you're right. How did, so how did your pregnancy go over with your sponsors? I was a little bit scared uh, before because especially after this last year, you couldn't know because it's of course not only hard for the athletes, but also for the, for the companies. And, um, yeah, so I'm really happy that they, they are 
stoked for me as well and um, happy for me and um, they are going to, to support me through pregnancy as well as on the way back hopefully and especially Hoka we were um, yeah just about to sign the contract when I when I found out and especially Hoka was uh, yeah I think as a new partner they had the same reaction and said we we want to go the way with you together and on the way back so that's a, a great feeling hearing that your sponsors have been so supportive it feels that the female athlete is just valued at such a different level now than probably five or 10 years ago when companies are realizing, first of all, how valuable female athletes are, how marketable we are when we go through pregnancy and our return to sport after after childbirth, and that we're often at our best in our mid to late 30s. And supporting us, you know, through the long haul actually ends up producing the best results for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's it's great to see um, how all of this developed during the last, yeah, 10 years, 20 years. <laughs> I started um, triathlon when I was 11 years old and, um, yeah, started long course racing uh, 10 years ago. And it's amazing what, yeah, how it is developing. I don't know if there's any other sport with um, such a great support for, for mothers and um, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is amazing. And hopefully it will set an example and a precedent for other sports to to follow suit yeah, in the so coming true. in the coming years. I know your dad was a very successful amateur triathlete, and of course triathlon is your profession. Would you can would you encourage your kids to get involved in triathlon? Um I would definitely encourage them to get into sports, but they they should choose the sport they love so Marlon for example he's totally into into soccer <laughs> right now and um yeah he's he would be really talented so he's actually he he learned swimming when he was uh, three years old and yeah it's nice. also you can you can see that he's he would be actually really good but um I don't I would I would never force him to to do it I think it's the perfect age for um, team sports right now and um, he can he can already start when he's about his yeah 20 or whenever he wants so uh, as long as he's doing sports at all and is staying active I'm happy <laughs> yeah absolutely what does he think of your of your job um good question actually I think he he wants to become a professional soccer player. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and I'm not sure if maybe sometimes he thinks it's, it's very easy to become a professional athlete because yeah, he's so used to it. <laughs> um, he lives with one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm always, yeah, trying to, um, yeah, to tell him that it's, uh, a hard work as well. And especially in, in soccer, where yeah there are many more <laughs> talented uh, boys he has been to Kona as well in 2019 and really yeah he's he's following and um, <laughs> likes it a lot yeah that's really cool so he was out there on the 
Queen K watching you yes. <laughs> run down lots of women. Okay, so he's got a pretty good picture of what it is that you do for a living. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that's very cool. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's really proud. Yeah, most of the time, I think. <laughs> I know you mentioned you have a quite a close relationship with your physio. Is there anything that you're doing from a strength or rehab perspective to prepare you for birth and your return to sport? Or is there anything that you could maybe recommend to some of our female listeners? Well, I really like to do um, uh, cross-country skiing in the first, uh, well, I, I would also do it now, but um, yeah, the spring is coming, so <laughs> the, the snow is gone. But I really like that uh, sport for because you you don't feel the, um, the belly the belly is not in the way and um, you don't have any traffic and you can just uh, yeah do your own speed and um, it's it's a really good uh, not only for for pregnant <laughs> women but for for anyone it's a really good um, yes. Board, uh, besides the three disciplines and of course um, yoga and like you said um, I'm working with my physio at least once a week and yeah with athletics or strength training I am not doing too much at the moment so just the way I feel but I would well for after giving birth I would uh, recommend to do like rather four times 10 minutes every day instead of two yeah big sessions a week like rather trying to really um put it into your daily life whenever possible but not not too long in the beginning so that's the way i would start getting back interesting when you were coming back from your pregnancy with marlin was there a moment where you felt like you had your fitness back or that you felt kind of like yourself again? How long did that take? You can say a pregnancy comes 10 months and it needs 10 months until it's uh, over again after. I think there is some truth in that because, um, yeah, if you want to do breastfe breastfeeding as well, it, it does take longer, of course. And um, I did that for almost a whole year so um i didn't force to be to come back quickly i think if you want to be back quickly you can be back <laughs> really quickly I, I mean there are women who have shown already so i don't know what's what's your opinion about it what's your goal <laughs> yeah you know i think it's it's such a tricky balance because you have to let your body heal yes from definitely. the birth of course but then also from the 10 months of carrying a little human in your body, right? And making a human. And so you have to really respect that process, I think. And I, I've been injured so many times in my career, I really don't want to go down that road, yeah. you know, so I would rather do my due diligence with, like, taking my time and rehab and avoid a major injury. On the flips, <laughs> on the flip side, you know, I'm due in the middle of March. And I have strong ambitions of racing this season yes of course so I think it'll be a balance and I'll have to be flexible and patient both both of which are not my strong suits so 
it will, it will be an adventure. Maybe they will come now. As you, as yes, you maybe they will, will. They will probably have to become strengths, right? I mean, there are so many ways to stay or to become active again. You don't have to start running one week after giving birth, but you can do long walks and um, doing I don't know step step in the. Uh, yeah, the elliptical yeah. or stairmaster or aqua yep. jogging or um, cross country skiing or biking or, and your body will tell you what what um, what it's yeah what it wants you to do. I mean, especially the the breastfeeding topic is uh, has to be also in your mind if you right. if you want uh, or planning that um it won't get as quickly but i think maybe it shouldn't be the first <laughs> priority either so that's of course a personal decision um of any anyone and i totally can understand that you want want to get back racing i did my first um race for a month after um, it was, four yes, months. it was only wow. a sprint triathlon. Okay. I did four, three or four Olympic distances this year and I wasn't a long course athlete then, um, back okay. then. So I think if you want to do 70.3, it is definitely possible to do it some month after. Yeah, I know. I think it, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting because I, I really want to enjoy, you know, the first couple of months of my daughter's life. You know, I want yes. to get to know her and she's going to be our priority and and I plan to breastfeed. And so she will, you know, rule our world, so to speak, <laughs> with whatever she needs. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, it will. It will be. But you will love it. <laughs> and it, it will change. You only know the thinking of an athlete and yeah. Then you will also know the thinking way of a mom, and um, I think that that will give you the answer. <laughs> so um, you will be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And I hear all about this mom strength that people talk about. So I'm looking forward to that as well. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you you are having a running background, so you would you should be in the. I mean, your your body even. Or it might be even easier for you to to find out. I don't know. You know, I, I do feel that we're really lucky from the standpoint that we have three different sports. So if I was trying to get ready for just a running race, I would need, I guess, a lot more specific running work. I don't feel that I need quite as specific run training for a 70.3 as I would for like a 5K or a 10K on the track. Yeah. And so I think I can get a lot of fitness from the swim and the bike. And then introduce running as, as I feel that it's appropriate and my body is ready for it. But, you know, luckily we have a variety of options yeah. for training yeah, apparatus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, wh so, what is your training looking like right now? <laughs> you mean uh, hour-wise, or um, yeah, <laughs> it's about half half the half the training hours than usual. So I'm about. Um, at the moment, week 22, I'm about 10 to 14 hours per week, um, three to four times swimming. Uh, swimming actually got much better in the last weeks. Again, in the first trimester, it felt like, um, uh, how do you say that in English? <laughs> yeah, really 
nausea in the in the water. And yeah, it's not fun <laughs> no. to be doing flip turns. No, no. You feel like you're in a washing machine, right? right yeah. When you are about to puke all the time. And I was so slow, slowly, and you th- you're thinking, oh, this can only get worse. <laughs> I'm only in week eight, and it's <laughs> it's horrible. But um, yeah, swimming is actually pretty much like always. I'm. I'm not doing a lot of intensity, but I can do the distance. That's not a problem at all. I'm I'm doing a lot um, with uh, fins and snorkel to have the, yep. still have the right, yeah, the right position in, in the water, and that also helps to breathe more easily. Um, so swimming is pretty good. Um, on the bike, I I had quite a long break. I think in the beginning I could have definitely done more biking but it was winter and uh told myself as long as i can run I, i'm going uh, yeah and do do the running and now it turns out that actually running is still <laughs> yeah also feeling quite quite good and That's great. it's much better than in the first pregnancy so i thought i might have to stop um earlier and also I'm not doing any intensity, but I can still do my basis running. I'm doing about 30 kilometers a week. So not, not too much, <laughs> but I would still call it training. <laughs> and on the bike, it's, it's getting spring. So I can, yeah, I'm also on the bike again. And then a lot of yoga and athletics also. <laughs> nice. Is your coach still writing a program for you or are you just doing what you feel when you um, feel like it? No, we've stopped stopped that pretty early because I said that I I would feel pressured by yeah, trying to do the program and don't want to don't want him to think about it so much and I can't do it. So I I didn't it didn't feel good for me. So I I said, as long as I'm <laughs> in this kind of situation, I will um, listen to my body. And um, it's even sometimes that I start running and don't know if I'm going for 20 minutes or 70 minutes. <laughs> and I just run and run the way it feels on that day. So that's for me the best way. How about you? Have you have you had a training? I I think that I stopped getting a program from my coach around 24, 25 weeks, but I hadn't really been able to do many of the sessions. I could generally complete the dis- like the duration or the distance of the session, but intensity starts to get really <laughs> challenging, even intervals that seem like very easy and well below your normal power ranges is that something that you experience too yeah yeah definitely on the bike for example you can do um high frequency training and it already feels like like uh yeah vo2 max (laughs) interval so right um yes i i have the same (laughs) feeling my my cadences have really slowed down across all three sports yeah yeah that's the same which has been (laughs) yeah it's really really quite interesting so let's go back to your early days in the sport Daniela because you have been a triathlete for most of your life actually and so (laughs) I'm curious how did you 
get into triathlon and how did you find your love for the sport? Yes, I have uh, grown up with triathlons. I, I am having a swimming background. Um, I started with when I was nine years old and yeah, did my first kids triathlon when I was 11 years old. And then I did, did it about four years in, in, in parallel. <laughs> so swimming and triathlon, kids triathlons. And then I transferred to, <laughs> to triathlon. And I have been doing short distances in the, in the beginning, of course, um, the German Bundesliga and of course the Olympic distance or Olympic games has also been a goal, but it came out pretty early that my strength is rather on the non-drafting races. It's definitely a different lifestyle, right? Yes. The, the ITU sort of Olympic track is. You're sort of at the whim of the schedule. You're constantly traveling around the world. It's very difficult yeah. to make money. Yes. Whereas if you're successful with the long distance races, you can, at least I've found that I can really make my own schedule and I'm a lot more in control of my career and my lifestyle and where I travel and when I travel there. Has that, has that been similar for you? Yeah, yeah, it's the same. And of course, you also have to find out uh, what kind of athlete you are. And I found out <laughs> pretty early that, like I said, I'm, I'm rather talented for the non-drafting races and to really do my own race. So I was, I've always been a little bit too slow for the first group on the bike. And of course, also too slow for, for the, the 10k run. I did my first uh, 70.3 race pretty pretty early um, with uh, 20, 21, um, 21 years old, and yeah, also the first wow. long uh, long course, uh, first Ironman distance when I was 23. So it was quite an early a start on the long course. And that was right after you had Marlin, is that right? Yeah, one and a half years after. Wow. And from that first race, did you just know this is my event? Yes, kind of. It was at the point of the career where I had to decide uh, whether I want to try it as as only professional athlete or whether I have to do a normal job. <laughs> so I um, decided at the end of uh, the season 2012, I told myself I, I'll give it a try and decided uh six weeks before uh, Ironman Barcelona to just give it a try and came third. And that was one of the reasons why I could join the, the professional team one year later and felt like like my distance right from the beginning. Wow. And you've won four full distance Ironman since then. You've been top 10 in Kona. What goals are exciting you now? What's getting you fired up to still get on your bike and swim and run well of course i would uh love to add some more <laughs> ironman wins <laughs> i wouldn't complain and um one big goal is to run the marathon uh, sub three uh, hour mar marathon i haven't done that yet but i know that i'm capable of <laughs> so I, I definitely want want to do yeah i want to have that goal ticked off and um also, Ironman Frankfurt would be like a real home race because I'm I'm only living 
30 kilometers away. Wow. And that's, uh, yeah, a race I definitely would love to <laughs> uh, be on the podium again. German triathletes are so amazing. What do you think it is? Why do you think that is? I mean, the depth is unreal. I know that you have, you held the German record for the full distance, which has been broken by Laura Phillip and Annie Haug. I'm sure you would love to take that record back yourself. <laughs> of course, there's Jan, Sebastian. Why, why is triathlon in Germany so incredible? Well, it's a good question. I think, uh, First, uh, the Germans are very well-structured and disciplined people. <laughs> That's something you you definitely uh, need as a triathlete as well. And, of course, we do have very good um, conditions. Um, we have yeah, great uh, triathlon communities and clubs and um, training conditions. And, yeah, also triathlon teams and it's 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 growing very very quickly everything and um i don't know i we we get this question <laughs> pretty often um but when you are in the city or yeah as a german i i don't don't really see it like like that i think others are the same uh, or at least as professional <laughs> as we are. So I think it's perspective. Um, I mean, you are the same, aren't you? I mean, I think so. I think so. It's just, you know, interesting to see so much, so much talent in such a like concentrated spot and to see so many German athletes winning these big races or consistently, you know, vying for the pointy end of the races. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely curious about, you know, this, I guess the support and the training, because I have never trained in Germany, actually, myself. Yeah, maybe you have to come. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe I'll, we'll, maybe we'll have to have a mom's club training camp yeah. <laughs> in Frankfurt one of these days. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Is that my official invitation? <laughs> Whenever you want. <laughs> I would uh, come in some other <laughs> Okay. If you okay. also want to want to have training. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I love it. Do you have any advice for for new moms or what would be a few like key pieces of advice that you would give a new mom? And this is a bit of a selfish question because this is gonna be me in a few weeks. So you mean triathlete moms or moms in general? <laughs> I think both. I mean, you're you're a seasoned parent at this point. So I'd love to hear your advice just for moms and then also for athlete moms. Um, well, I think it's very individual, but for me, the most important thing was to have at least one or two hours for myself in the also already right from the beginning because um this might sound really selfish but it it was for both of us it was good so Marlon had uh yeah his most of the time um his his granddad or my, my sister um and he was also happy not to have me 24 hours <laughs> by, by uh yeah by his side and for me, this was um, very important because um, I think it's it's a very new situation that you have someone 24 hours 
with you from one second to the other and aren't used to it. So there are always uh, moments or days where you, of course, during training, you are alone as well. But I mean, also besides training, you need time for yourself or just being alone sometimes. And this is something you have to find out in the beginning if you need it or if you don't. I mean, that can also be the case that you <laughs> don't need it. But for me, that was, yeah, very important to to have. And I'm 100% mom, <laughs> but also 100% athlete. And, um, yeah, I think it's it's – it's okay to say that that you also need time for yourself. Yeah, then of course always listen listen to your body. Your body will tell you if it's a good idea or not. <laughs> whatever you you're planning to do, um, and then a relaxed mom is a good mom. So <laughs> that's also the same. Uh, you need to to have time for for yourself to be yeah recovered for the baby again and she will she will feel that <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> that's so helpful have you and your coach talked at all about kind of your your plan to return to racing and what that will look like um well we haven't made any racing plans yet I think that would would be a little bit early yeah like I said before before um as it's July, uh, when the baby is, is born, um, I don't think I will toe the line in, t- in 2021. Um, we'd rather try to build up properly and really take the time, um, for all three disciplines to start from zero <laughs> if, if necessary and, um, yeah, see how long it, it will take. I think that's so important for our, amateur athletes to hear you say because I think a lot of people would imagine that as professional athletes where our livelihood really depends on our performance that we would be putting a whole lot of pressure on ourselves to come back as soon as possible but even though I know that you want to return as your best self and better than you've ever been you seem to have this patience and ease about you and you really seem to trust the process that your body's gonna go through yes yes that's true and i think you you should also feel that you are um yeah at your best again or somewhere near your 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 best potential so i would give myself the time and want to be ready and also having good races um yeah and i mean there's no one is expecting that you are winning all your first right. your first races and of course you have to build up fitness this will take the time it takes i think right yeah. and i think anyone and anyone at your level in endurance sport knows that it's all about consistency over a long period of time right and while you can be better than you ever been after returning to sport from pregnancy and birth, you need some consistency. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And we do have it already from, from years. <laughs> I mean, it, 
So it can actually also happen that it's getting quite quickly. Your body remembers um, everything. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who, who knows what's possible? Absolutely. <laughs> we have a couple of quick fire questions for you, Danny. Oh, I love Just them. really, you do? No. Are you ready? We're going to practice. We're going to, we're going to warm up your race nerves, as I like to say, just in case you've been missing them. Just a, a, a few quick, quick questions for okay. you. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> your favorite mantra or saying? I can't win all the time, but I can make the best out of any situation. Awesome. Your favorite journey? Yeah, actually, <laughs> my journey from being a mom and staying a professional athlete. Your favorite sound? Laughing. Perfect. <laughs> Laughing of mom. <laughs> I know that you're a new Hoka athlete, but hopefully you have some idea of what you like by this point. But you get one style of Hoka's to wear for the rest of your life. What style do you choose? I think the Mac 4 <laughs> because um, I'm not only racing. <laughs> so um, I, if it's for my whole life, I would uh, take take one where I can also <laughs> do the, the everyday life. Perfect. First thing you want to do when we're out of the COVID woods and things have returned to some semblance of normality Having a glass of wine with friends in, in a restaurant <laughs> and a good dinner and just uh, people around me. I love it. Danny. thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you a little bit better. And I'm looking forward to our training camp in Germany in the coming <laughs> years. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me and um, all the best for the next one day until two, two weeks or whatever it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Who, All the best. who knows? And, and good luck to you as well. And in, in this last trimester and a half of your pregnancies, we're so excited for you and, and we're cheering you on for sure. Thanks for listening. The Chelsea and Eric show is brought to you by Hoka One One and Ironman.